Hey, hey, what's up? And welcome to a brand new episode of the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Morton, and today we are going to be learning through story. I'm going to share with you what happened to me this last week and share with you how I navigated it because I am not the only person who has life happen, right? You have this plan that you are going to do something or that you're going to create something or that something is going to go a certain way. And what they always say comes true is when you make plans, God laughs. And I had that happen to me in one of the most boldest ways. And I really had to learn how to pivot. And so today I'm going to share this with you so that you can know and understand and Also, just feel confident in your ability to adapt when life happens, but still stay true to your goals, your intentions, and the things that take care of you. So this last week, I had this beautiful intention. I was going to wake up early, enjoy my coffee while I read my book and did a little bit of journaling, and then I was going to get ready, and I was going to walk my dog and get to work, and I was going to be super relaxed. It was going to be this great day, and I want to tell you, the reality of what my morning and day proceeded to look like because it was not at all how I anticipated. So I woke up to hearing my dog dry heaving, which as a dog parent, if you have a dog, that sound is one of the most jolting sounds. You just know, I got to move. I got to see where they're at. And I got to figure out if my carpet or my couch or anything else is going to be destroyed right now. So I go running down the hallway to find my dog throwing up blood. And I was freaking out immediately. I'm like, oh my gosh, what the hell, right? I'm like, it's 6 a.m. So I am trying to like keep myself calm, but here's how the day proceeded to go. I woke up to my dog throwing up blood. I had to rush myself to get ready and literally like, I mean, by ready, I mean leggings, a sweatshirt, threw my hair up, didn't even check my face, rushed to the vet, rushed home from the vet, leave him there to have an x-ray, rush home from the vet just to get myself a little bit more presentable to rush to work because I was then late for work because of what happened, which when I got to work was immediate back to back to back meetings until lunchtime, which was when my dog was ready. So then I had to leave work. I had to go to the vet. I had to go get my dog or go get my husband, go get the dog, go back to my house. Then my dog had an accident where we had to start giving him a bath in the middle of the day and I was unable to do that. So then I had to go back to work where I still had more meetings. And then when I got about most of the way through, my husband calls me and goes, hey, he's having more bloody accidents and he's throwing up again, like we need to take him in. So then we have to go to the emergency vet and they aren't able to really do anything for us other than run a blood test and tell us, okay, you're just going to have to let it sit. We're going to have to, we think it's a GI issue where something's just really irritating his stomach. I'm not sure what it is, but there's no block or anything. So just essentially keep him on chicken and rice, keep an eye on him. And if it doesn't stop, then we need to go in further. So that night, my husband and I were up all night long, literally the entire night on and off because our dog was having accidents and he was getting up and he couldn't stay comfortable and he was just a mess. Uh, We had to give him like three baths in 24 hours. It was a lot. And nothing of my day and that 24 hours went how I planned it. And I could have gotten so upset. I could have gotten so angry. I could have gotten so frustrated. I could have gotten so upset that I was crying all the time, right? Worrying, freaking out. 
But the reality is when you make plans, sometimes God laughs. When you make plans, there's always the opportunity, the possibility that something could come along and shift that. That something could come along and what they say is throw a wrench in your plans. But what I like to view this as is opportunity and a challenge. And, and I want to explain what I mean by that because if you have life happens, it can be really frustrating, right? Because you have these big dreams, you have these big goals that you're trying to chase and it's so frustrating to have this intention but then have life happen and get off track and end up right where you began and be right back where you started. And I want to help you not have that happen. I want to help you hold both. Hold life happening, but also still hold space for your dreams, your needs, and your desires, and your goals. So there's two options that I could that I had, right? The old Nikki would have been freaking out, okay? Stressing out. I would have been shaming myself. I would have been in a tizzy about all of the work that was piling up. Um, I would have become super impatient, super snippy, super like, I'm trying to catch up, so don't bother me, right? I could have gotten like really frustrated with my husband and been like, you go get the dog. I don't have time. Like there's a lot of things that I could have done based on the situation that I was presented with that was completely out of my control. I had zero control over the fact that my dog was going to throw up blood. I had zero control over the fact of when the vet could take him and when he couldn't, when the vet was going to be done with him, when they weren't. Um, Zero control over the traffic, even getting from place A to place B to work and back and whatever. Like I could have really, if I wanted to, gone into that tizzy and I could have let it ruin my whole day. I could have been stressed the fuck out And I would have been in self-destructive mode of I will do anything to catch up and resist and resent the situation at hand, being just so frustrated with it. Or there was the other option, which is the option that I chose to take and the one I'm going to teach you about today, which is the new version, which is taking a moment to accept what is, navigate the situation from a state of presence, regulate my nervous system and pivot, release what I didn't have control over because I didn't have control over a lot in that situation so that I could focus on what I did have control over, which is myself and my response, right? So I want you to think about this from the lens that when life happens, you can 100% run with all the negativity that comes with that. You absolutely can. And honestly, most people, if they are unaware or un- uh, I like to say unaware of their own self, will do that, right? How many people do you know that when one thing happens, it snowballs the rest of their day and by the end of the day, no one wants to talk to them because they have just had the literal worst day ever because it's been quote unquote thing after thing after thing and it's just awful and ah, right? But all of those things are usually out of their control, like the way that the world is, someone cutting them off, right? Uh, Someone getting mad at them at work or having a problem, right? But the truth of the matter is your amount of anxiety and stress and frustration and resentment is literally equal and directly proportionate to how much resistance you have towards what is outside of you and what you're controlling. And what I mean by this is your amount of anxiety and stress is proportionate to how much resistance you have to your inability to adapt and pivot when life happens. Okay, when you resist 
what is, that is what creates the stress, the anxiety, the frustration, okay? Because you can absolutely get stressed out over the, like I could have gotten really easily stressed out over the amount of work that piled up while I was handling the situation with my dog. The fact that I wasn't able to work on my business, the fact that I wasn't able to record the podcast when I wanted to, or the fact that I wasn't able to like show up to work when I needed to get there in order to be prepared for all these meetings. And then I had to get thrown into them, right? There was a lot of things where I could have been like, ah, my dog getting sick is the way that the reason that my life is the way that it is and that my day is the way it is. And this is just bullshit, right? But the fact of the matter is I have zero control. So for me to get mad at something like that makes no fucking sense. And it is going to do absolutely nothing to help me get through the situation and get back to the things I'm all pissed off that I didn't get to do. Okay. The more time that you spend in that state, the stress, the energy, the resistance of what is, the longer it's going to take you to get back to the things that you want to get back to. Because when you don't have control and you are constantly trying to fixate on controlling things outside of yourself, you lose your ability to flow with what actually is and actually come out on top and feel better about it. And so what I want to share with you today, and this is kind of you know, a long preface, but what I'm sharing with you today is exactly what I did throughout this experience to stay in flow to hold my space and to be able to navigate things with a present state so that I could come back and create the things that I still needed to create after dealing with the situation at hand. Because what I want to tell you is when you have big goals, when you have big dreams, when you have things that you want to create for your life, you have to understand that if you want those things to last in your life, they have to be sustainable because if they're not, they're not going to last when quote unquote life happens. The difference between creating things that last in your life and things that don't is your ability to create a life that involves that. A lot of times people will set these goals for themselves as things that they do. They don't make it who they are. But if you make it a part of who you are and you make it a part of your lifestyle, then coming back to it is just normal. It doesn't have to be this big giant thing. And so that's what I want to share with you today is how to pivot, how to catch yourself, how to create a sense of control and a sense of self-confidence within these moments so that you can then pivot right back and come back to your dreams. So the first thing is awareness of your emotion, okay? Because when shit hits the fan, you know that feeling when it's like all of a sudden there's that wave of energy, that wave of, oh shit, stress, adrenaline hitting your body, you start getting anxious, you start wondering how you're going to handle things, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to do X, Y, and Z now, what am I going to do? And your brain starts going a million miles a minute, right? And your heart rate picks up and you start getting all anxious. What I need you to understand is your emotions are energy in motion. And when you release these types of chemicals from your thoughts of, oh shit, when you, your brain will release chemicals that actually shut off the prefrontal cortex of your brain, which is the area that makes rational decisions, that makes logical decisions, that is good at weighing point A and B and helping you make the decisions that actually align with the things that you want. So what I need you to understand here is that when you feel this, this is your trigger to catch it, to be like, oh shit, oh shit, I cast this, this is the feeling I'm feeling, right? It's an oh shit moment, but then an oh shit, I'm feeling this moment. 
Because what I need you to understand is when that area of your brain is shut off, you are way more impulsive. You're way more likely to make decisions that you are not actually fully aligned with. And then you're going to have regret. And then you're going to be frustrated because you're not actually doing the things that you want to do. So when you feel this moment, I need you to stop for a second. Just take a couple breaths and recognize and feel into and say, okay, I feel this feeling right now. Where is this coming from? What are the thoughts that are getting brought up? Why am I feeling this sense of stress and anxiety around this, right? For me, it's like clearly the stress and anxiety was like, oh my God, is my dog okay? Is he gonna, is he gonna, is he safe? Is he alive? Is there something wrong? Do we need to go in for surgery? Are we gonna have to like, you know, like all the way up to death, right? Like I was just freaking out because I have genuine concern and love and care for my animal, just like you do for the things that happen in your life when these moments happen, right? You have care and concern for your life and that's okay. But you need to recognize, okay, so where is this coming from? Genuine concern. Absolutely. Is absolutely freaking the fuck out going to help me, going to make my dog better? No, it's not. And it's also not going to help me make good decisions as his mom if I'm not paying attention to the truth and the facts of the matter. So when you can catch yourself in this feeling, this is the most important part because when you move to step two, if you do not do this next step, this is where shit goes resistance or flow. And I need you to sit in this for a second, which is regulating your nervous system, okay? The reason this is so fucking important is because that prefrontal cortex will remain shut off until you restore the neutrality within your energy. So you cannot and should not try to make these logical decisions from a super energetically charged place, period. Point blank, don't do it. Other than calling the vet, right? And being like, I need to bring him in. I'm, we're concerned. This is what's happening, right? But I wasn't, oh my God, my dog is going to die. Because that wouldn't have helped, right? I had to come down and recognize that my freaking out was not going to help in the situation and I wasn't going to be able to make the right decisions as his guardian and as his caretaker if I was in that state. And so I need you to do the same thing and recognize that when you are in a super energetically charged place, your mind isn't working at the full capacity and it's going to be a lot harder for you to pivot, to stay in flow if you are riding these emotions off into the sunset. So what we need to do is we need to bring you back down to a more neutral state, a more state of okay. Okay, that's what the situation is. Okay, that's what is going on. Okay, I'm not going to be able to get my stuff done. Okay. And just letting that be. So to do this, you need to regulate your nervous system. So I always talk about a few different ways, which is EFT tapping, meditation, journaling, walking, and breath work. More recently, I have really started tapping into breath work to try and just calm my nervous system. Um, if you go on YouTube and type in like breath work for beginners, there was like a 20 minute one that I did and it was very powerful in resetting my nervous system because what you're doing is you're giving more and more oxygen. You're bringing more and more connection to your breath, which allows your body to focus more on what you are doing and less on the emotional state that you're in and it starts to stimulate your parasympathetic nervous system to bring you back down. So anything that you do from a place of super energetically charged isn't going to be the best and it's usually not going to be what you want and you're not going to feel as good about it as if you were in this place of, okay, I had my little five seconds to freak out. 
I've done my, my seconds to just give myself a moment to just compose and let the racing of thoughts slow down a little bit and take in the situation. And now I'm going to choose. And this is why it's so important because when you can de-escalate energetically, that's when you can start to make decisions. That's when you can start to actually choose. Am I going to pivot or what is the, what is the situation at hand calling for? And the reason that I'm, I'm putting so much emphasis here on regulating your nervous system is because of the fact that when you are in such a heightened state and you are feeling so energetically charged, it's, especially if you're running with it down the, the rabbit hole, you'll end up in a state of like spiraling about how negative things are and how awful things are and all of the bad things that are going to happen. And then you start to resist it and you start getting frustrated. Why is this happening to me? Why you start getting in the victim mindset? Why is this happening to me? Oh, it's just ruining my whole day. And this is ruining my whole day. And then, you know, someone cuts you off and then you catch the red light instead of the green one that you really needed. And it's just pivot after, or not pivot, spiral after spiral after spiral of you going into this negative place. Perspective is a lovely hand to hold. And if you can shift your perspective to see that what is versus isn't in your control and you can start to own what is, you can make different decisions and you can then create different results. So once you regulate your nervous system, that's when you can really move to step three, which is accepting what isn't in your control so that you can find what is, okay? Because here's the thing. Things happen all day long, regardless of who you are, what you're doing, any of those things. And I need you to hear this clearly when I say this. What happens outside of you happens outside of you. What has happened to you has happened to you slash for you. If you're, if you're looking for the, the growth mindset here, it's happened for you. And here's the thing. It might have fucking sucked. Honestly, it might have. And I don't disagree with you. It could have been absolutely fucking horrible. I don't disagree but you need to accept and stop resisting and stop holding so much hatred towards those things that are outside of you and start to tap into what is in your control. Because the longer that you refuse to accept things for what they are, the, the longer that you refuse to see things clearly, the longer that you're going to be stuck in this place of misery, the longer that you're going to be stuck in these spirals, the longer that you're going to be stuck in negativity and wondering constantly why it's just snowballing and snowballing and snowballing because you're not making a difference. You're not changing and you have to change before anything else outside of you can. And the way that you do it is focusing on what is in your control because there is going to be so many things that happen in life and you always have the choice to resist or to accept it with neutrality that things happen that it did happen and here's and and start to shift your perspective to move forward but here's the thing if something was not meant to happen to you it wouldn't have happened and i hate to say this because i know there's a lot of traumatic things that happen in life but i need you to hear me when i say this you get a choice on whether or not you let that become the thing that keeps you small the thing that keeps you unhealed the thing that keeps you in in misery you 100% can do that if you want to stay in your victim mindset and live with that you absolutely can but for those of you who want to heal who want to thrive who want to make something and be more strong you need to accept it and look at it from the perspective that this was meant to happen so that you could be who you are today creating the things that you are and becoming the version of you who's meant to thrive 
but you have to be willing to accept that the past had to happen in order for you to be here today doing so. So what happens outside of you, those things, those things that other people say, the choices that they make, those random obstacles or things in life that come up aren't in your control. But you know what is? How you respond to it, how you think about it, whether or not you let your energy, your energy and your emotions get involved, right? Your responses. If you can't control the situation, then the best thing that you can do is to focus on what you can control. I could not control my dog getting sick. I could not control my dog literally bleeding everywhere. I could not control any of that. I couldn't control that I was late to work. I couldn't control any of those things, but you know what I could can control? Whether or not I let that whether or not I let those things outside of me make it mean anything about me that I'm not doing well enough, that I'm a failure, that I'm the reason that this is happening or that you know, I'm not going to be able to get to my work and so that means I'm a failure because I'm not making it important enough. No. That's not the case. You get to choose what you focus on and what you focus on flourishes. So if you decide that you want to focus on the negativity and the ugh and the uh, and this sucks and nah, 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 guess what? You're going to see so much more shitty things in your life. But if you want to start seeing better, then you need to start shifting your perspective to focus on the things that you can control, which are how you're thinking about things, how you're responding to things so that you can flourish instead of fail. Okay? It's that simple. So... When you are in this place where you're like, okay, I feel like I understand what I need to do now, how I need to do it, what you need to do now is step four, which is pivot. (laughs) I don't know if you guys remember that. I think it's Big Bang. Oh no, it's either Big Bang Theory or Friends. For some reason, I'm blanking on who was actually carrying the couch. But there's a scene where they're carrying this couch up a staircase. And I'm pretty sure, I want to say it's actually Big Bang Theory. And they're carrying this couch and they're going around these corners and they're literally just having to be like, pivot like slowly shifting the couch differently so that it could make it work up the, the winding staircase so that it could get to where it needed to be. You need to be willing to do the same thing. Pivot, because you're still going to the same place. You're just doing it slightly different each way so that you can na- maneuver and navigate yourself to where you need to be. Your ability to adapt, your ability to pivot in these moments is what's going to create the success the consistency, your ability to just bounce back and come right back to things, your resilience is honed in these moments. Your willingness to still do things and then go, but I'm still going to come back to what I want. But I'm still going to come back to what I want. I'm still going to show up. I'm still going to keep trying. I'm still going to keep doing this, right? Your willingness to pivot is what's going to be able to keep this sustainable for you because the fact of the matter is obstacles, big challenges, unexpected things are going to happen in life. You get to choose what's allowed to get inside and mess you up, right? The common phrase I love to use with this is like, imagine a boat, right? A boat doesn't sink because of the water that it's in, right? It floats on the water. It's fine. It's what gets inside of it. When water gets inside of it, that's when the ship sinks. Do not let yourself be a sinking ship and have these holes be all the challenges. Don't let everything in. Don't let everything come into your world, come into your energy and fuck it up. Okay, you need to be stronger than that. Plug those holes with resilience. Plug those holes with belief. Plug those holes with knowing how important this is to you so that you can create ways to make it happen, right? How can you become more creative and pivot right now in what you're trying to build 
for your life to ensure that the things that you need to get done, get done while still handling your life, right? For example, I didn't have all the day that I really wanted to. I didn't get to do all the journaling and the reading and the blah, 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 and it was all fancy, right? I didn't have that. But when I did have a moment, I took a long walk to clear my mind. I checked in with my mentor because I needed support. I journaled to brain dump and just get the stress out, right? I took that space and pivoted back to what I needed while still being able to be present and show up for my work, for my business, and for my dog when he needed me because I found creatively pockets of time to pour into myself as I needed it because I know that that's what I need to succeed in what I want to do. You have to be willing to go, okay, this is what the, the puzzle looks like. How can I find a piece that fits here today? Just today. Focus on that, okay? Because I'm going to leave you with a hard truth. There is someone right now out there living your exact circumstances, even worse maybe than what you've had and what you have right now. And they have chosen to be successful and they are successful and they have what it is that you desire right now. And the reason that they have it is because they're using their circumstances, their life happens as fuel to ensure and create more of what they desire than to use it as an excuse and stay in a victimhood and stay the same and stay in a tizzy. You also have this choice. Which one are you gonna be? The person who uses their circumstances, their life happens as fuel, someone who pivots, someone who is adaptable, or are you going to choose to stay stuck, to stay you, to stay miserable, to stay in this comfort zone because it makes more sense and you just know it. And you don't want to give up control or whatever control you think you have. That choice is up to you. But if you wanna be successful, if you want to create results that last for a lifetime, if you want to manifest magic, if you want to have healthy relationships, if you want to you know, thrive in your career, then if I were you, I would choose this way instead and I would pivot and I would learn to be adaptable and I would learn how to navigate myself and my mind and my nervous system so that I can create everything that I want for the long term. Now, I'm gonna leave you the same way that I leave you every single week, which is that A, make sure that you are following me on all platforms if you are not already. The links are in my show notes. Um, And I just wanna say thank you again, as always, for listening to this podcast, for leaving reviews, for sharing with me your insights and the things that you get out of these episodes. I really greatly appreciate it. And I love getting to connect with each and every one of you. So with that, I will leave you again the same way I leave you every single week, which is that I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm so excited about who you are who you're becoming, and what you're creating. And I will talk to you next week.